what is up guys welcome back to the vibe happy march you know i feel like it's been so long since i've actually hopped on here and talked alone and not gonna lie it feels kind of weird feels a little bit feels pretty chill which is a good feeling um you know i have a few things i want to talk about today but mostly i guess the theme of it is cultivating a vibe and I say this because I will share everything but I am currently cultivating new vibes and I'm creating new ideas and formations and seeing what my future will look like and also doing things that I've been wanting to do that I just haven't and maybe that's COVID, maybe that's that I actually have a little bit more time. I don't know what it is, but it's time. So I made a little list because, you know, it's kind of hard to do. For me personally, it's hard to do an episode by script. So I just jotted down a few things. So one, I I want to start off by talking about making people feel comfortable. And when I say this, I say it in all forms, not just in the sense of I want to create a vibe. I want everyone to feel good. I mean, like, I genuinely, in today's world, want people to feel not just comfortable, but I want people to know that they're not alone, that we're all going through the ups and the downs, the good and the bad, that, you know, creating a comfortable environment for me personally means, like, being as open, as empathetic, as compassionate as possible. And I just feel like, we as a society forget that like about like reading the room and comfortability and all of these things and I think you know I was talking to Tina Marie a couple weeks ago and it's when you're softest that you're most vulnerable and I think we need to kind of remember that especially New Yorkers we tend to get so hard and harsh that we need to soften up a little and show like deeper sides of ourselves adaptability oh the last few months I have never felt so resilient and adaptable to whatever the world may throw me I mean you know I think it goes it's pretty safe to say that everyone's had a really crazy year um but I think the one thing I've learned the most about myself is that I am beyond resilient which I'm really proud of and that you know when it comes to resiliency and adaptability I when I mean that I'm very adaptable I means that like I truly am comfortable wherever you may put me as long as I have the things that I need I will be good as long as I know that the people I love are safe and healthy I will be good as like I I if there's anything I've learned about myself it's that I can be put with any group of people I can be placed in any part of the world I can be I can do whatever it is and I can still work and live and do my job and it's a really nice thing to be adaptable because I just know that the next time or if there's another another next time the world is thrown for a loop I'm gonna be I'm gonna be okay and I'm gonna know how to handle it so learning and growing I mean, this is obviously a loaded one, but I feel like something that I've been doing for the last 
seven months, I would say, is... Well, I always write in my journal, but I've been writing AM thoughts and then PM thoughts. And the reason I do that is because I feel substantially different in the morning than I do at night. And sometimes my mornings, you know, what I write is super light. And then at night, obviously, what I write is super dark because a whole day has gone by. So... I've been recently reading, like, the first pages, and I'm like, damn, Lex. Damn. I hope no one reads this journal. It's just, it's not even that it's dark. It's that there's so many feelings. And, you know, it'd be really cool one day if it, if I could, like, write a book or something and talk about, like, what a day in COVID really felt like or what, you know, like, all the emotions that sprung up or, you know, a lot of us are going through a mental mental break and you know like it's something that we to be able to look back and see like those really really fucking tough days and and then that night how I powered through it those are things I need to read to continue to be the best version of myself that I can be so with that thought of learning and growing you know I don't know if anyone knows this about me I feel like I've definitely mentioned it in podcasts but I graduated from the University of Arizona and then I went and I moved to LA and I worked in the entertainment industry and while I was there I worked so many odd jobs I mean I was a PA on set I was a PA generally I was a styling assistant I worked in casting I really dipped my toes there because I thought I really thought it was for me and then when I realized after three years it wasn't I took my second love which was yoga and I moved to Hawaii and I got certified and I've been doing that ever since and I have always loved interior design like have always loved it so much like as a kid I'll never forget when I first got to redo my own room for the first time and like you know it was (laughs) the everything about everything was done to such a perfection maybe it wasn't gorgeous at all but it was just done to such a like degree of perfection in my eyes and I've always loved creating a vibe I think no matter what anyone who knows me whether it's just in a yoga in in like a yoga scenery um if you've come over for dinner you know that I obviously love to make sure there's always it's just something about cultivating and creating a vibe so with that being said I've always wanted to go back and go to interior design school especially now that I've like done a lot that I'm like all right I want to invest in myself I last year wasn't able to do this because I was already in school converting to Judaism and there's anything I learned about working and being in schools that it's absolutely possible but to just be efficient at it to not I don't want to be just efficient an efficient designer I want to be an incredible designer so I I figured why not invest in myself why not get that new computer why not enroll in school and why not do it because honestly i'm gonna fucking crush it and i know it because this is something that i don't unravel to many people and there's a lot of things people don't know about me but this is something that i know i have not just the heart and soul for but i have the eye for and i'm really 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 excited to get down to learning again i mean i spent last year in school i'm gonna spend this year and again it's all online so it's a little bit different but I'm really excited and 
I'm really excited to learn about like the fundamentals. I, I know what I know, but I can't wait to learn about like everything from stones to paints to textures to furniture to colors to everything. And, and you know, my mind gets really stoked thinking about all of those things. And when I decided this, I was like, all right, Lex, you're going to invest in your future. So we're getting you a new laptop because you need one. It's not even a question. It's like, if I want to be successful, like I need to set myself up for success. And I've had this laptop since college. Why would I not? So I, I got a new laptop. It was a pretty penny. <laughs> and I enrolled in school, which was also a pretty penny. But you know what? I there's anything I learned about from going to yoga teacher training is that that four month and no, four month, that uh, six week investment has carried on for six years and will carry on with me forever so I take this as no matter what happens wherever I live wherever I move wherever you know my mom's in the real estate business I have so many friends in this uh realm of world of brokerages and whatnot and selling and I know that what where whatever this ends up being for me it's worth it and the same way that yoga serves serves and will always serve such a purpose, I really feel this is going to serve a new purpose in my life. So there's any little bit of advice I can give you is like invest in yourself and like also know that like I know it's sometimes tough to look at a number that you're spending and be like, do I really want to do this? And it's those moments where you think, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do this? just fucking do it like it's uh, people specifically asked on my instagram if i could talk about this but the fear of not being perfect so listen i am somebody who tried for so many years to be the perfect specimen like perfect like there is no such thing as it and what i realized and i realized this in probably really yoga school because we got deep into our emotions but perfection is amazing to strive for it's amazing to want to be really good at something and to excel and to you know be be really proud of what you do but it's another thing to be a perfectionist in the sense that you're not even happy doing what you love. I've been so happy doing what I love for the last six years that I cannot imagine doing something that I don't love anymore. And I don't think you need to be perfect to do something you love. So with the idea of fear and not being perfect, I think what you need to take away from this is that our fears, my fears are going to be different than your fears. Your fears are different than my fears. But the one thing that we all have in common is ego and drive. And I urge you to just do something you love to do without the idea that anybody else is like watching or caring or anything. Honestly, I swear to God, most people don't even know anything about me. And that's totally fine, but that's a choice you make. So with the idea of, of fear and perfectionism, just pretend that nobody's around. Honestly, don't even tell anyone what you're doing. You just do you. And I think that that's something we all forget because we want to 
I don't know if it's because we want to one-up each other or you just want to share what's going on, but just sometimes keeping things to yourself is like the best move ever only because, you know, maybe I won't end up doing this. Maybe this will just be something that I thought this serves me for four months. And you know what? That's something that I am okay with. I don't know about you, but I am okay with knowing that I put myself in there. And that is the, that's the type of person I am. I'm the type of person, I start something, I finish it. I will most likely continue to use it. But let's say in the, in the chance that I, I do this and I think, eh, it's just not really for me. That is oh fucking K. Like that is actually amazing to say to yourself, I went through all of it. I did all the work. I can absolutely do it. I just don't want to. And I think being able to say that to yourself too is a huge move. But to be able to say to yourself, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it my way, no one else's way, is something that I hope people can take just generally because we're all so focused on what everybody else is doing, especially now that people are like hyperly on their phones. And, you know, I urge you to like take a step back and, you know, those people that you look to maybe for inspiration or maybe sometimes you look at them and you don't feel great take a moment take a step back and take a take a step at like what you would want to do you know like people are always creating you know I love to follow these really random girls and they're they're 21 years old and they are just fascinating to me and the way that their will is to not stop and to continue going is something that you know, I think no matter what age you are, I, I'm i 30 years old. I find these 21-year-old girls super inspiring. I mean, they're doing amazing things for themselves. They have way bigger balls than I did at 21 years old. And, you know, sometimes we got to look at the youth for that inspiration. So don't let the fear of not being perfect stop you from doing something because... You never know what what it might bring. You might realize you want to take a different route, but you might want to stay in that same theme. You might realize, I'm actually really great at this, and I'm really going to push to, like, make this work for me. You have no idea, but if you never try, you never will know, and you can't count on yourself being perfect. You just, that's just, I'm never going to be the perfect everything. I can be my best, but I will never be perfect. And I think that that's something that we all need to accept. But that doesn't mean we can't be the most elevated versions of ourselves, which is all I'm trying to do. Let's see, what else did I say? So, oh, this was something I was thinking about last night. Sometimes I feel like I believe in myself more than other people believe in myself. And I think that we should normalize that idea of like really believing in yourself and like being able to say that out loud because like I have had moments where I've like mentioned ideas or done this and like people have been like, try. And I'm like, okay. And I've completed everything I've ever set my mind to. So I'm not saying like I'm my best friend, but I'm definitely one of my biggest hype women ever. And like, I definitely, I am an emotional girl to the max. But when I want to hype myself up for something, oh my fucking God, you have no idea what is in store for you. Like if you want to see a hype up Alexa session, like happy to show it, happy to share, I'll time lapse it. But it's just like, 
I do. I do think sometimes people don't believe in me, but the way that I believe in myself, I don't know if I like sometimes it scares me. Like sometimes I I really sometimes I have these really cr- awful moments, which I think is normal where you're like I'm a deadbeat human who's not going to make it. And then I have these moments where I'm like I am brilliantly smart and I I, I don't care who doesn't believe in me because I believe in me and I'm going to crush this. It's kind of like when I got the Adidas, when I got signed by Adidas for two years, no one believed in me. And like, I will never forget just being so beyond proud of myself because I knew I was going to get it. Like, I just felt it in my bones that I was going to be their yoga face. Like, I just knew it and I felt it and... It was just, believing in yourself is a big deal and you need to normalize that and you need to be proud of that because being your best friend sometimes is like, it can be extremely lonely, but it can be so empowering. So you need to have a balance. You need to have that balance of lonely, of lonesomeness and you need to have that balance of socialization and your socialization doesn't need to be you know, hitting up the craziest, we're in COVID, but, you know, going to the, being the most social human. But we need to normalize, like, hyping our own selves up because I'm telling you, the times I've hyped myself up are some of the times I've really created the dopest, dopest shit and really created and formed the best connections if I didn't, if I wasn't my own hype woman and, and if I wasn't the girl that I am that does you know, have a little bit of cajones and reaches out to people because what's the worst that could happen? They say that they don't want to work with me. Great. Then I say we have, we made a new relationship and guess what? Bet you in a month or two, we'll end up doing something together. So just remember that even if something doesn't work, just creating those relationships and, and knowing that just because something didn't work out one time doesn't mean that you can't form a, a relationship or a vibe or anything with whatever whatever you are trying to do. And maybe later in the future when you're more prepared, you can go for it. What else do we have on here? Oh, oh, oh. So this is just an personal thing. But, you know, I'm somebody who loves self-care and I think everyone knows that about me and I was listening to no I wasn't listening to a podcast Alex Silverfagan this one's out to you um she's been someone that I've been looking up to a lot lately you know she has been really open about her mental health and she's been talking about some like things that we show or share or whatever and she was talking about food and she was talking about how easy it is to order food and I'm somebody who loves to order and and then she was like, but there's something we need. I know that I need to cook a couple days a week. And it's not just for like the cooking aspect. It, not, not just because I'm having a home cooked meal, but it's because of the way that we nurture our food and ourselves. And it brought me to a really good point. It's like, I really, really look forward to my nighttime skincare routine. And there's a whole art to it. There's an, there's a feeling and I, and And I was actually just also thinking about this too, about things, moments you don't think about stressful times. And one of those moments for me is when I'm, when I'm doing my nighttime routine, like nothing is on my mind except that. And kind of the same thing with cooking. It's almost therapeutic. It's like, it's like 
I I totally love, love to cook. I just love the convenience of ordering in. But what she said about cooking was something that made me really think. And it was the act of cooking and nurturing yourself and like taking that time aside to really, again, invest in yourself, invest in your body, invest in taking the time to really enjoy being in the kitchen, enjoy being home. Like, even clothing wise I was on like a crazy kick a couple months ago just I couldn't stop ordering and I haven't ordered anything in a very long time and you know there are certain things you want to do more of like for me personally I want to cook more I want to give myself that time in the kitchen I want to detach more and then there are things that I want to stop like I want to stop ordering clothing because I don't need it there I, I just don't need it anymore so maybe some people can hear this and think oh I too want to order less clothing and I want to cook more and if that's your case amazing those are just things that are happening in my life that I think have been really beneficial and listen it's only been like a week I mean it's only been a week of the food thing the clothing thing it's been a little bit of time um but for the food it, it's it's gonna take me time like there is no you can't change the way you eat in one day. You can't change who you are in a day, in a week, in a month. So I literally just ordered a couple groceries. Gonna just eat those, probably order something in tomorrow. I'm just gonna be real with myself about it, but I'm gonna be real with you and telling you that I think that what Alex Silverfagan said is really, really true, that giving your son, giving your time to the kitchen and being like in full like fully enthralled in what you're doing and what you're making and that it's made with love and care the same way that you care about your skin and your hair I just think it it just stuck with me and I want to see if I can really continue I want to see if I can really continue that and continue spending less and cooking more and you know just trying to do just trying to implement a few new things into my world and you know doing it with purpose like I really want to cook more for the act of self-love like for the act of like being like I am nurturing my body the same way that when I care about my face and my hair I know that my that I'm purposefully giving love to my face I'm purposefully giving love to my hair I want to purposefully give love to my body not just because I'm a yoga instructor but in a food way I really really do I want to I I want to get back to a place where I am mindful of that so that was something really big that I just wanted to mention. And, oh, I was saying earlier that there are very few things that, um, I my thoughts are always running through my head, but there are two things that, can, three things, I'm sorry, that can get me to like truly not think about a thing. One is putting on makeup. And I noticed this the other day because I haven't put on makeup in a while. But when I was putting it on, I was probably like four minutes. I did not think about any stresses in my life. I didn't think about anything. I was just in my zone. Two, when I have a face mask on. And three, this one's just my favorite. And it's like so important because it's a TV show. And like there's very few TV shows that I can stay off of my phone and not be in a in a. I hate when I'm watching something, but I'm thinking about something else. And this show always gets me to just focus on the now. And that is Summer House. Summer House, you have been 
just the best. And I say this because it differs from so many other shows because they are my age. And, you know, even seeing Loverboy, their, um, you know, alcoholic beverage seltzer drink, even seeing how they're running their business is really fascinating to me and seeing them in a different light because, you know, we're, we used to see them just partying in the Hamptons and now we're seeing them in a whole new vibe. And I love that. I think it's such a good show and I think it's, it's such a good show because of the castmates and the castmates, like, I think the, the drama's obviously good, but each castmate, like, just delivers themselves so well and, like, it doesn't leave me for space to want to look at my phone. Like, it literally doesn't. Like, it truly, truly doesn't. Like, and the same with your makeup. Like, it's like, and like, men, I, I, I wish I could give you something. Like, the makeup one is just one that, like, you really cannot be thinking about anything else while you're doing your makeup. Like, ladies, tell me if you're putting your mascara on right. Like, if you're putting your mascara on, Tell me that you're thinking about that stressful thing you have going on because I guarantee you you can't because you have to be so concentrated on getting that mascara on, right? So I found this funny because I then thought, oh, what are the other moments that I don't really, like, think so much, you know? Because I do think a lot and I do catch myself in deep thoughts. I'll be listening to a podcast, but I'll really be thinking about what next week's going to bring me. And I'm like, why do I do this to myself? And I think that's where I'm going to end this is that in these times, I catch myself thinking about literally everything. Like, honestly, everything to the point where sometimes I'm like nervous of overthinking. (laughs) And I think during this time... I really just want to, I have been meditating a lot and I have been trying to get myself to a place where, you know, hopefully by eating better, by taking a little bit better care, by starting school, by doing these things, by challenging myself, I can be in a better energy flow. And, you know, I think every couple of months you kind of should reevaluate where you are in your life and how it's all looking and see what you could add see what you could negate and I think that's kind of where I am right now is just figuring out that ebb and flow and I think I think it's really an important time to reground yourself and let yourself know that you're worth investing in your 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 feelings are absolutely worth it, your mental health matters, your body matters, how you treat others absolutely matters, if there's a dream that you ever wanted to fulfill, if there's anything I've learned from COVID, it's we are not promised tomorrow, so don't just live every day like, like, you live that every single day as if it's the last day of your life, because you know what, it could be, And I'm not saying that to be dark or demonic or anything, but I'm just saying the truth is that we need to continue doing the things that drive us with love and passion because that's the only way we're going to get through this is with love and passion. And when I say love and passion, I mean love and compassion. You know, there could be a little passion in there as well, but love and compassion and empathy and, you know, like even having compassion and empathy for people you don't know and even people you do know that just aren't being themselves, like just 
cutting people some slack and just being like, I'm here. I'm just here for you. We don't need to talk about anything. I am just here. Like for to be, and this is where I'll leave it at. To I would love for everyone to be, to radiate some light and space for somebody who really needs it. To be of service to others. And you know, usually I would say that in, in a sense of giving such as the Bowery Mission, which I absolutely hope many people are, but I mean really giving to those people in your like deep life that like deserve some like deep rooted true love and like not harshness through this time. Again, like Tina Marie told me, it's really in her softest moments that she's the most vulnerable. And I think that we all need to show a little bit more softness so that people can do that back with us because I think people are getting colder and harsher and I get it I get it I am so glad I have a therapist who gets me and listens and puts me in check but I think we all need to hold a little bit more space for love and compassion and grace because at the end of the day all we really have is ourselves and I don't want to sound dark again but We also could have each other. It's just a choice that people are choosing to make. So you can choose to be alone and do this all by yourself, or you can choose to, you know, be part of society and not even just be part of society, but like make our society a better place. And if that means we're gonna be wearing masks for three years, that's a-okay by me. For me, If that means no parties for the rest of my life, that's fine. What matters to me is my mom, my sister, my love, my friends, my work, my my driving forces. And I'm okay with certain things never being back in the world as long as all of those other factors are happy, healthy, and feeling good. And I... Hope that that's what you take from this, to invest in yourself, to let go of the fear of being perfect, to nurture yourself, because you fucking deserve it too. None of us deserve to, the only way that we're going to get better is by elevating ourselves just a little bit, a little bit every day, every week, maybe every month, whatever serves you, just Learn to elevate yourself up a little bit more on those really rough days. And believe me, if you don't think I have those rough days, then I'm not crying. And I literally look at myself, I get up, I wash my face, and I do the damn thing. And do I have days where I stay in bed and I don't do the damn thing? Yes, 100%. But those days are becoming less and less and less because I don't want that because the days are counted. And I live that way now so what I'm gonna leave you with is I hope you're taking care of yourself I hope you're being kind to yourself I hope you know that you shouldn't be afraid to do something that maybe you thought you could never do that money means nothing if you're not gonna do anything with it so for instance investing in myself I've been ready for this for a long time, financially, mentally, all of it. So invest in yourself. Know that you're worthy enough to invest in you. Know that. Know that. Remember myself six years ago, Yogi, six and today. It has been my passion, my drive, my life force. 
what's the what could the next thing bring me and I say this with a huge smile on my face what could the next thing bring me and I'm gonna leave you with that what is the next thing in your life that you want to conquer that you want to be proud about that you want your significant other to be proud of you for that you want your mom to look at you and say damn you did it or that you got through a hard time congrats like honestly if you think this time has been easy it hasn't been so getting through that working through passions uh doing things that you never thought you could do it's time it's time to do those things and it's time to like really be a pillar of hope for others because we need more of that and i really could ch- it's 11 11 which is crazy I could really chat forever, but I'm gonna leave it at this. So nurture yourself, show yourself some love, show some people around you some love. It's so necessary. And above all, just know I'm always here. I'm always, always thinking these wheels are always turning. And above anything else, I have so much love, like an insane amount of love for the world out there. I really, really, really do. And I'm always as I'm like crying now alone (laughs) and I'm always sending that love and energy out always like to such a degree because that's all I want the world to feel is some love and some lightness and I hope that that's what you got from this is some love and some lightness so with that it is Friday before (laughs) Friday the 26th so Shabbat Shalom and when you hear this it will be March and I hope this served you well and I love you guys and show yourself some love in whatever way that might be in whatever way that might be I love you guys have a beautiful beautiful vibey vibey fucking week we got this let's start this new month with such good energy that no one can bring it down like think of your favorite song do me a favor think of your favorite song And go fucking dance so hard and sing it, scream it, feel it, love it, live it. Don't forget that feeling. And take that feeling with you throughout the whole week. And see how you feel. I bet you're going to feel lighter. I bet you. Love you guys.